Shalom, and welcome to In the Beginning. My name is Shmuel Bowman, and I am a Torah scribe. In Flanders Fields by John McRae In Flanders Fields the poppies blow Between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place And in the sky the larks, still bravely singing Fly scarce heard amid the guns below We are the dead Short days ago we lived, felt dawn Saw sunset glow, loved and were loved And now we lie in Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If you break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders fields. Yesterday, November the 11th, marked Remembrance Day, or in the United States, Veterans Day. This symbolized the hope for peace following the end of the great war world war one on armistice day november the 11th 1918 and of course since that time there have been numerous wars lots of destruction lots of tragedy and death and on november the 11th all over the world a day when people can leaf through albums watch documentaries tell stories, and take that day to really remember and honor those who served and continue to serve to defend and protect their nations. I'm very proud of the fact that several of my relatives, great uncles and great aunts, served in their armies, both in the Royal Canadian Armed Forces and with the Royal Army in England and in the Air Force. But what's the person who really strikes up an impression in my mind when I think about his service in the, uh, in the armed forces is my grandfather, my dad's dad, Irving Bowman. My grandfather had a contagious sense of humor. He had a great laugh. He could tell the most colorful and vivid jokes. He dressed impeccably, and he was just a, a wonderful, fun guy to be around. And uh, when I think about the fact that he had a very serious, serious position in World War II, he was known as a spotter. And in World War II, between 1941 and 1945, he stood watch on the roofs of the highest buildings in Reading, England, which is just outside of London. And his job was to spot and report on German planes on their way to bomb London. Now, my grandfather was a little bit on the hyperactive side. So I think that would have been a phenomenally important trait if you were looking out in the dark gray skies over England and you needed to figure out, hmm, was that a, a, a bomber or was that a bird? And so I can only try to imagine, I think I can do that pretty well, of how he would have done his job. And it goes without saying, in all likelihood, that thanks to his spotting of these bombers on their way to London, it's very, very likely that he saved the lives of hundreds and perhaps thousands of his fellow citizens. That's an incredible thing to be proud of. I actually have his uh, medal 
uh, from his service. And uh, on Remembrance Day, um, I wear it proudly in his memory. This week's Torah reading is Chai Sara. And here we have Abraham who is facing a very, very sad, a very important moment in his life. Well, it's the passing of his wife, Sarah. She has uh, died at the age of 127 years old, and now it's time for him to figure out where am I burying her? Not only about where am I burying her, but where will this place be? Because it will be a burial site for him as well, and for his children, and it will be a place where his descendants will go to and remember and connect. And so if you take a look in uh, Genesis chapter 23, there's an incredibly interesting, uh, you know, negotiations going on over price. And ultimately, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a receipt, there's a bill of sale sitting there in the Torah, in black and white, for everybody to see it for all time, showing that this is the family plot. Absolutely amazing. And when I go to Hebron, when I go to Hebron and I stand there at the cave of the Marat Machpelah, the cave of, of, the, of, the, of our patriarchs and matriarchs, where Abraham and Sarah are buried, and also resting there is Yitzchak, right? Isaac and Rivka, known as Rebecca, and Jacob and Leah. I get this feeling that I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm with my great-great-great-great-grandfathers and great-great-great-grandmothers. And it's not just a place that's, you know, bathed in incredible history and archaeology, but it's a place to really experience and really connect with the people who are there. Absolutely amazing. You know, it's been very interesting that over the years, there's been a lot of pressure to like, you know what, what are we hanging on to Hebron for? Wouldn't it be a lot easier just to, you know, give it away? What do we, you know, what, what, what's the big deal? It is a big deal. It's a very big deal. Because when we go to a cemetery, right, when we go to a tomb, when we go to a cenotaph, when we go to the Marata Machpelah, right, the, uh, the uh, cave of the Machpelah, where Abraham and Sarah are resting. So, I don't know about you, but when I get to those places, so I really feel... It's not just about telling the stories of the people who are there. It's a place to really connect. It's a place to it's a place to stop and think and feel and whisper and listen and dream. It's a place where I say, "Hey, the people are here. They're actually here. And I can actually be here and in this space not only remember them, but actually connect with them at the deepest, deepest level. That is what remembrance is about. Remembrance isn't trivial. Remembrance isn't about just looking at the pictures. Okay? Remembrance is about standing in that place, recalling our loved ones, and realizing that they are with us now. Please join me every week for new ideas and uh, let's share these secrets together. Shalom. I'm Shmuel Bowman. <laughs>